Hi, Hillary. Yeah, he's on. Hi, Hillary. Can you hear us? Hi, Robert. Hi. Bamulindi. Yes, sir. I want to put a question mark at the end of your name because that's what you have done for us. Have <laughs> 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 I? <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. Yes. yes <laughs> this has been one hell of a session. I, I, you know, I just, I would turn away for a few minutes, try and get some work done, and I'd come back and the thing has exploded. So, how have you been? <laughs> Good, thank you. Good, good. Uh, not so bad. Um, did, did you did you find it enjoyable? What was going on on Twitter the whole day? Uh, yes, I did. Um, I've, uh, I've been posting a lot on Twitter uh, uh, last one year since the lockdown. The, the last yeah. lockdown, but yeah. uh, nothing like today. Yeah, uh, today today has been a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Today has been a I, was, I told you at the beginning that you are a cult figure on these streets, and I was shocked uh, I, myself. Well, I don't know. I, I try <laughs> to keep it subtle. My my Twitter day actually usually subtle. like seven a.m. to like nine ish, and yeah. then uh, I disappear till evening. <laughs> What's so subtle about what you say? I have not found a man more straight in his talk than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um. Uh, it comes off easy sometimes when you've lived some some of these experiences. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah, and, and you're speaking yeah. from you're speaking from the heart, and it's authentic, and and you're living, you're talking the life that you've lived. Yeah, true, true. Mm -hmm. So you know, everybody says that your session is going to be so oversubscribed. Some some people have been asking me for VIP tickets, so I don't know how they do. <laughs> 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 I don't know how they do VIP yeah. tickets. Uh, it, it starts thinking entrance fees the next time. <laughs> Man, I wish I could. Today, I would, today, today, let me tell you, Hillary. Yeah? Today, if yeah. I was charging money, I would be making a killing for sure. That's one hundred percent. But this is what we do for public service, my man. So we've got to do. I it. know. I, I know. mean, true, and let me tell true, you. True. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how how real this is, right? Yes. It normally takes us about maybe 10 to 15 minutes to get to 300 listeners. We haven't yet yeah. started, and we are at 300 listeners. <laughs> mm, interesting. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah, uh, Quite impressive. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, sort of you, scary, though, for me. No. <laughs> it's an endorsement of who you are, Hillary, and what you represent you. and the things that you do. And, and I try. me... No, well, so so actually now I think we can even get started because we're just sort of, we do this banter just to check the sound system and make sure that it works. So okay. just to let you know, I, I know you've listened in, but just to let you know, one, um, I do this with Otoa because um, I, we've got to be at least two people. If something goes wrong, then with at least on my side and has happened twice before. Imagine I left my own space. So then... That way, Tony, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Otoa takes over and, and runs with it. But it's also good because I think that what we've started here might outlast my ability to do it. So someone else has got to train to do it and, and take it over from me. But so, Hillary, again, just to say that I offered to do this, again, just for people who engage with me regularly so that we have something productive that we do during lockdown 
instead of just sharing memes and all sorts of things, so that this downtime can be useful to all of us when we spend time uh, doing this. So I just wanted you to know that it's really a public service and you have really, really, even before we start, you have really, really acquitted yourself well so far today. So thank you, Hillary, one, for doing what you did yeah, with the tweets and, and for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I don't know all the things that you promised to say at this time, but for me, the one I want to start with immediately, immediately, which I want you to tell me now. Try and mm. guess which one you think I'm going to ask you. Let's see which one you think I'm going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> let, me let me save you the trouble hmm? now okay. i want you to tell me the story that's killing me now that the whole day eh? is mm. that story about the the business of such an alcohol mm -hmm. now first tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that story is the story of my life but uh, thank okay. you Robert. Uh, thank you tony yeah, thank ahead. you for sure. hosting me um I must say, when you sent me a message asking me if I could uh, speak, uh, I freaked out. Uh, Why? One thing, <laughs> I'm, 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 not a, I'm not a speaker, and I've been listening in the last couple of days. When you've had mm. people like Damali, you start thinking, mm -hmm. oh my God, Hillary, what am I going to say? <laughs> I can't be that fluent. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, last night I struggled to sleep and my wife was like, hey, do you need an exam? <laughs> but uh, yes, um, my, uh, my, uh, I'll tell you about the uh, alcohol story. But I, 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 I would like to start to, to give you a little bit of uh, uh, background about myself. Because it okay. does influence a lot of things that we're, we're, we're going to hear uh, mm. in the next couple of minutes. Uh, right. Well, I was um, born in 1981, so I celebrate a big 4 0 uh, later this year. Hey, um, hey Hillary, 1981, yes. I was in senior one. <laughs> can imagine. <laughs> but also, there are, people, there are people listening in who are like, wow, the guy is old. <laughs> their, their parents were in this one. At that time, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so I was born in uh, born in uh, rural Washenyi, um to uh, a father who was a trader, uh, mainly dealing in salt. Um, I know salt. most people. They, yes, especially the young ones, <laughs> will not understand that salt was big business back in the day. That's uh, true. The mm. people who would get it from Katwe, and then they would take mm. it to different districts and uh, that kind of mm. thing. And uh, my, my mother did just a small uh, petty business and more, more of taking care of us. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, a few years, um, uh, of course, my parents separated one when I was still young. I think I was in about mm. uh, P2, P3, and I went mm. through a cycle of you at uh, the mummies this time. Uh, Daddy picks you and takes you back to the village. And uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it wasn't uh, something exciting. But the worst right. was yet to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. A few years after their separation, uh, I think mm -hmm. I was in P5, uh, my dad passed. Uh, so we go through the burials. I, I moved from Mitoma to Kampala because my mother had moved to Kampala then. And um, as uh, sometimes you think you, 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 you've, uh, you've hit the rock bottom. Uh, and I like mm -hmm. telling people that, that there is plenty of space uh, under rock bottom. <laughs> uh, are you sure? That I, think, I think that's what they saw <laughs> happening to me. Because your father dies in P5, and in P6, my, my mother passes as well. 
So yeah. I'm left uh, a total orphan in a very short space of time uh, mm -hmm. with siblings who are much younger than me. I was the oldest among my siblings. And, um, who and in short much. space, you have to become the breadwinner. Yes, very quickly. Uh, mm. But uh, a few things happen because um, uh, my, 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 my uncle who had taken us couldn't take care of us, couldn't pay the fees. So I ran away. Um, and, and you this, ran away. This was the, yes, this was the first, you ran away the first from... signs of the rebel. From his home. His home was in Isinjiro. So I woke up at 5 a.m., entered a mm -hmm. bus, and we reached Mbara. <laughs> of course, they're starting, starting to collect, and I don't have money. So they throw me out of the bus. <laughs> and I spent a few good hours in the bus. Where were you going anyway? I was going to Kampala. Now, of course, I had been with my mom in Kampala, and I knew some of her friends. And my father said, no, I'm going to handle this village life. I'm going to find my mom's <laughs> friends, and they might help. You know, when you're young, you think mm. you're entitled. You think people should do things for you. Hmm? Absolutely. This was my. You think you think you even overthink your your parents' friends. <laughs> you think they are tight, the tighter than <laughs> uh, whatever. So, mm. and a good Samaritan gives me some money, and I find my way in Kampala. So I get to Kampala, and uh, the first person I go to is like, you know, I, I can't take care of you in Kampala. I also have some problems, but what I can do, because uh, everyone mm. was feeling sorry for me. This guy is an orphan. Where is he going to go? Uh, we don't even know his relatives. So the guy takes me to Masaka to live with the sister. Now, I start a cycle of uh, living uh, uh, with, with uh, guardians uh, who, and to that who are not even related to you. Meanwhile, so, where are the other members now? The other siblings? Now, the other members have stayed in Isinjiro with my uncle. Uh -huh. And okay. I think uh, uh, it's uh, difficult for some, and you, and especially you, the younger people. And you are how old at this point now? Well, this is uh, about ten years old. <laughs> yeah, about 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 nine about about nine ten. Uh, that's yeah. how much I probably have been training myself to take risks and uh, <laughs> and do and do things. So okay. I got to Masaka, get enrolled in the school, and as luck would have it, uh, Compassion International comes along. A number of you may have heard of the, this organization. And yeah. uh, they come enrolling people, especially those who are orphans. I think at the time, the, the AIDS scourge had also swept the whole of Rakai. So there are so many organizations piling in to, to help orphans. So I get the opportunity to, to, to get sponsored by Compassion International. They pay my fees uh, right from primary school uh, to, to, to until I finished uh, uh, secondary school. So I moved from Masaka and um, got to Chivuli Secondary School for my O-level. Uh, uh -huh. Now I start facing real, real life re lessons. Uh, I'm in Chivuli of those days. I don't know the Chivuli of now, uh, but Chivuli mm -hmm. of those days was actually an elite school. You had sons Quite. of ministers. Yes. You had sons of yes. ministers. It was very bro. Uh, they never used to wear the gandulas I see nowadays. It was, it was I'll say, a buddho. Okay, not a buddho guys might want to kick me, but <laughs> it was a good school. So I get okay. in S1, and I remember the first day we introduced ourselves, and I tell people I come from Masaka Baptist Primary School, and the whole class burst into laughter. Yeah. But <laughs> no one had ever heard of that school. <laughs> no one. Primary school. 
not Nakasero, not Bodo Jr. <laughs> Everyone burst into laughter. And I immediately get a name, John the Baptist. <laughs> Trust me, it was a bit traumatizing. But at the end of the first term, uh, mm. I beat everyone. Uh, I was the first in mm. class. And my fortunes hey. start to change. My fortunes start to change. And this, uh -huh. this, gives, this gave me uh, the, the first lesson in life. Eh? Mm. Leverage your advantages. Eh? Learn right. to take advantage of your advantage. Here you are, I'm an orphan, you've come into this school, has many rich kids. Eh? Of course, everyone looks at you, you're a villager. And the first mm. thing I did was beat all of them hands down. And then the script mm. changed. I started okay. getting you some turned, respect. Eh? You turned the tables. I started turning tables. Now people want to associate with you. Eh? Uh, uh -huh. The John the Baptist story uh, just quickly <laughs> disappeared. Eh? Uh, somehow, even the girls warm up to you because you know, yeah, you're the guy. Because yeah? otherwise, tomorrow, if you want discussion, who are you going to discuss with? <laughs> yeah? So that was uh, that was the story of my my uh, my uh, the first few years, yeah? the first few years so, of my life. Yeah? So the girls start to look at you with a different eye now. You, you gain confidence. Yeah, yeah, of, of, of course, yeah. And I know mm. for, 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 from the, 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 the background <clears throat> you've just had, it, it was very mm. easy for me say, to, to, to feel sorry for myself. Uh, mm. And you know, you think oh, people should, uh, should pity me or because I'm an mm. orphan and, and that kind of thing. Mm. Actually, for, for, uh, as a matter of fact, um, my mm. best friend through secondary school found mm. out I was an orphan in senior six. Because I really? purposed, yes, I purposed not to live like one. Eh? And it was very and not easy to be to known as one. And not to be known. Because, you know, people find your weaknesses and they want to use it against you. They want to... Yeah, they, 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 want they stigmatize you. Yes, you're the guy who is sponsored by an organization and that kind of mm. thing. Mm. Um, and Chibuli, Chibuli was a school where you could easily yeah, be picked upon as, as a poor kid. Because I don't know why, but Chibuli had the visitations every Sunday. Yeah? And for you, you were there watching members. My friend, they even forgot to pick me at the end of first term. <laughs> Stay an extra night. <laughs> so it's, uh, it wasn't easy. So I go through a level, I go to Namiliango College. Um, I, I, I fit in that school uh, quite easily because uh, I was very social. And uh, Namiliango was not as competitive as Chibuli. It was more homely, brotherhood, that kind of thing. So I, I, I finished in I, um, a level, qualified for, for government sponsorship. I go to uh, to university. And which now, which university? Uh, Makale University. Um, okay. The real life starts to as, know, as you're sleeping in a hall. As, yeah. as as we used to say, as we used to say those days, what were you offering that Makale? <laughs> yes. Now I was I was I was doing social sciences. Uh, okay. I had applied for journalism. I, uh, probably I would have ended up working with Europe. Can you imagine? Uh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd <laughs> put mass, mass, mass communication as my first choice. Uh, I had yeah. A, triple B, uh, D2, and I missed mass comm by 0 0.5, uh, which okay. I, I felt, made me, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Uh, and I don't let's, just know, I, you, I wanted, let's, uh? <laughs> let's just say you survived. 
but but let's uh, go probably mm-hmm. survive uh, and i don't understand mm-hmm. why i wanted to do mass because I'm, I'm not a good speaker or a good writer but well those well, things well now the well, courses now here you that are. sold <laughs> yes so <laughs> i end up doing social sciences which basically because one i sort of uh, initially i despised the course uh it gave me time to do things mm-hmm. uh, i was writing mm-hmm. classes sometimes i just turned up for exams um mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was doing what most uh, 20-year-olds uh, do, you're a bit of a rebel, but of course, you know, you know, you're a rebel, but you live in a little, hey, you, you, are hey, you, hey, you have as, nowhere as, as to as go, as... boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, my first stints of uh, being grown up and taking uh, decisions, um, which I'd already taken, I know, my first choice in P7, I, I picked it. No one, no one uh, told me. Uh, in S4, my first choice going to Namiriango was my own choice. Uh, yeah. No one told. No one told. No, no one helped me or told me. You know, when you live with guardian, they are dealing with their own children, and uh, it's the same thing. They so, so, so let me, let me. So, Hillary, let me let me rush you a little bit. Eh? Mm. So, uh, now after Makerere. Okay, so during Makerere, were you hustling or you were just enjoying life yes. generally? Yes, so during Makerere, the first, the, mm. the, the first vacation, uh, those days vacation used to be th- uh, three months. Three months, uh, yeah. I, 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 got, I got UK and Bank Cheyu. Uh, I, worked as a bin, uh, I worked as a bin man for Croydon How Council. did you, how, uh, now, the other, first wait, you, mm. Bamlinde. First of all, mm. the one of his syndrome. You have explained mm. how you left on a bus and you managed somehow to get money to come yes. to Kampala. But yes. now, how did you go to London, new man? How did you leave okay. this Uganda? Now, <laughs> yes. my best friend, my, my best friend through through secondary school already had cousins mm. and, and a brother uh, living mm. in London. So it gives mm. me the idea, like Hillary, end of vacation, we have three months, which you can stretch mm. to four months because, you know, the first month of uh, after retirement. Over campus is just, never used to be it was just yeah. dancing. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, just a Mitchell Bazaar and eh, mm. <laughs> that kind of thing. Dancing, so, like, generally. Let's, eh, eh, let's, let's, let's try and get visas. We go and mm. bank Cheyo for a good mm-hmm. four or four and a half months uh, and mm-hmm. come back. Now, there's mm-hmm. a big difference between visa applications now and the visa applications mm. then. At yes, the time, it was mm. very easy for me to go say to NASA, get a bank mm. statement, get a, a letter, <laughs> eh? and even being get coached. Actually, there was like, there were guys at NASA who would coach you how to mm. answer interview questions. Eh? Then you go, you know, say, now I want to go on tour. My, my parents are sponsoring me. I'm a fan of Arsenal. I want to go to Highbury. And <laughs> those, those are the, the stories. <laughs> eh? And remember, visa lines would start at midnight. Visa lines would start at midnight. From mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is it? Yes. The Java Parliament now. of yeah. Parliament of from, yeah. from from uh, Cafe Pap. Yes, yeah. most people wouldn't know. Wouldn't know uh, those experiences now. But I would yeah. say it was probably down to luck, a bit of confidence, but more uh, uh, to, uh, towards luck that you, okay, you're mm-hmm. a university student, you're a bit confident, and there are so many of us. Eh? There's so many mm. of us at the time that would actually mm. go to, to London and uh, uh, other mm. places in the UK, bank chair and come back. We would say the ones who are mm. sharp. Eh? The ones mm. who are sharp at the, at the time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this, this was my first opportunity that opened my mm. eyes. Eh? You know, you go okay. to London and you see all these things happening and you think of mm. Kampala, you're like, mm, we're, mm. We're, we're, we're really a banana republic. Eh? 
And mm-hmm. there's such things, so many things that you can do. So I come back, mm. I've made, of course, a bit of money. And uh, like mm. any young young man, you've just seen your first, your first few dollars. I think I, had, I came back with about $1,500, which was quite oh. a lot of money then. Eh? It mm. was a, that was lot a lot of, of money. money. Eh? That's true. And guess, guess what? Eh? Mm-hmm. I had a group of about 30 friends. We parted every day, I think, for 30 days. On the 1,000? On the 1,500, <laughs> the money was finished. <laughs> okay, me, I finished. Of course, I saved the salimuta money, and now I started uh, the, the side hustles. Eh? Uh, okay. At the time, I think by, by, in my second year, I, I owned about uh, five or six phone booths. Um, right now, most phone people booths? don't understand a phone booth. Hey, you know, the way you'd go and pay and make a call there and go away. Where did you have these phone booths? Those phone booths were around Makerere. All these hostels had a phone booth in front of a hostel. Yeah? Ah, so you were operating? Call call. Yes. Okay, so, I so that's people... where you are. Yes, sorry. Sorry, go on. Go on, go on. Yeah, go so on. I got people, you'd give them a phone booth, and they would give you 1,000 shillings every day. So they, they are in charge of buying their own airtime. Mm-hmm. But you see that gadget, one, it also needed a, you would call it, con- uh, not, not connection, but you need to be a bit enlightened. Now, where do you go, apply, eh? get mm-hmm. this phone booth, eh? and then put, <coughs> yeah, then put, an, op- put an operator. Mm-hmm. And they would pay me 5,000, uh, sorry, 1,000 shillings each a day. But 5,000 shillings was also quite a bit of money. Eh? Per uh, day, for, for per 30 day. days, yes. that is 150,000, right? Yes, and uh, yes. And up those days, even now, that's we had a, even even uh, now that's a lot of money. Yeah? Yes, and those days we had that what we call chikumi chikumi. Imagine you'd get a full plate of food for about three hundred shillings. So yes. now you can you can understand uh, how how far one thousand would take you. Mm. So I started doing a bit of that, and uh, I uh, I'll, I'll also do a, a bit of part time research work here and there. Um, um, I'd registered with us. I don't remember the, 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 the agency, but they would call me when they have uh, research work. So I was would it, do, like, Gaza, was it Gaza, Re- Research International or Stedman, one of the two, maybe? Uh, it was a small farm in Wandegaya, and mm. it would use students. But of course, I would ah. do a good job. Yeah, every time mm. they had a gig, uh, they, would, uh, mm. they would call me up. So um, I finished university. Uh, I finished mm-hmm. my and uh, because mm-hmm. now I was used to the, the, the UK thing because I'd gone even in second year for uh, Cheo. Uh, so immediately after university, I got to UK. Uh, mm-hmm. At this time, I had, I had a proper student visa because, you know, you know, you've gone and come back, gone and come mm-hmm. back. I got a three-year mm-hmm. student visa. Uh, it was now mm-hmm. much easier uh, to get okay. because of uh, yes. the history. So I got to yes. UK. Um, I worked for one year. Uh, come mm-hmm. back, and of course, uh, still young, a young man. I don't want to make it uh, mm. appear like I was, I've always had my head <laughs> screwed on. <laughs> I, I right. work one year, I come back, and we party. Eh? Now, and most you of my blow the money. Are, finished uni, yes, I finished uni. They don't have jobs yet. Eh? Mm-hmm. Eh? Then I go back and say, No, and, um, and, and, you, are, and, you, are, and, and you are the mullah. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's some money. That money was good. Yeah. Uh, at yeah. that time, okay. you know, you come back, you have 5,000 pounds. But of course, now I was, had a little clever. So I would come back and say, uh, someone tells me, no, we can uh, invest in printery uh, at, at NASA. And you say, okay, how much? We say the machine is uh, 7 million or 8 million. And you put in some money, eh? and then they start giving you some money monthly. Eh? 
Eh? Then mm, now mm, I start mm. my 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 uh, sort of uh, business uh, uh, journey. Eh? I'm yeah. working with friends. Uh, uh, I, I bring in funds. I would send funds from UK. Um, mm. uh, uh, nowadays, uh, the younger ones will look at eBay and say, oh, all this Amazon, these things are easy. Those days, people mm. would be here in Kampala and don't know where to get into <coughs> basics. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, That's true. Uh, people will call you, no, I want to start a photo studio. Can you buy me this kind of camera? Eh? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, now you, we had, well, first we had that, we had, had that exposure. You'd buy the things yeah. on eBay or anywhere and send them down, mm-hmm. make a small profit. But I was starting to yeah. see, yeah? Uh, I mean, you came, but mm-hmm. some company is coming in. Now, mm. I got um, a, bar, a bar job. I used to be a waiter mm. in, a, uh, uh, in Saco Club in Manchester. This was a high-end bar. Uh, okay. Uh, not, it, 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 you, you had to be a member or, or a guest of a member. Yeah. So it, it, it introduced me to, to people and, uh, and the mannerisms and how to behave around rich people. Because, you know, you'd never know who the person mm. is you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's starting mm. to give me that attitude, eh? Respect, mm. eh? Um, no, no, uh, no, 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 could only uh-huh. work six, uh, six, six hours because of the student mm-hmm. visa, but mm-hmm. the bar job was open. So I would okay. go to Barclays uh, in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. go to uni in the afternoon. So I dodged all, mm-hmm. I never attended any morning lessons. Go to uni in the afternoon, uh, mm-hmm. catch up in the night uh, on, mm-hmm. on the schoolwork that I would have missed uh, during the day. Then mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the club was busier between Wednesday and Sunday. So when okay. they maybe you, you work you work up to midnight, Thursday you work up to three, uh, Friday you work up to six, and Saturday you work up to six. So I had a period where uh, six, I'll six probably what? six a.m. Six a.m. Yes, uh, I, I had a period where uh, for two years I worked like a, a robot. Mm. I would tell you mm. what I'll be doing next mm. week on Thursday at exactly this time. Because it was exactly the same thing. So you would move from call center to the bar to school. Call no, center from to the, the call bar center to, to university. Do the mm-hmm. afternoon lecture. Mm-hmm. Come back home. Take a one mm-hmm. one hour nap. Go mm-hmm. to the club. Work up to four or five a.m. Go back mm-hmm. home. Now mm-hmm. I know if I enter bed, I'll not sleep. Uh, sorry, I will not wake up. Mm-hmm. So what I do, I shower mm-hmm. and sit mm-hmm. in my car. Put my two phones on alarm, five minutes mm-hmm. apart, mm-hmm. and doze off. When the alarms go go off, I start the car, uh, start the car and drive to work. Come back wow. in the afternoon, take a four-hour nap, go back for another twelve-hour shift. This this was, I think, the beginning of molding the Hillary that most people see and don't know very well. We really worked hard 
I raised the 9,800 pounds uh, on my own wow. from the Barclays mm-hmm. salary and the club side. The club was good, probably one of the best jobs I've ever done. Uh, the tips mm-hmm. were fantastic. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, on the tips, I could, I could afford to top up on my fees. I could send some money back here. Uh, I started doing some little bit of investment here, um, depositing mm-hmm. on a piece of land. You know, mm-hmm. you send 100, uh, 200 pounds, but you'd get a piece of land for 2 million. Yeah, and you said mm. 100 pounds, I think well, then was like 100,000. Yeah? But that would mm. solve their person's problem. So you keep depositing slowly and uh, that kind of thing. And I'd also mm. joined a circle uh, just after campus. We had signed a circle where I think we used, we started with uh, 50,000 shillings <coughs> per month, that kind of thing. And uh, by the time I finished uni, we had, got, uh, we, we had collected quite a bit of money. We went to DFC, mm. we got a loan, bought a piece of land mm. in Chitezi subdivided it and that was the death of that circle everyone got a piece of a plot of land uh, I'd, I'd put quite a bit of money in, in, in the pot so i ended up with three uh, three plots so by mm-hmm. the time i finished my masters and coming back uh, down here um mm. i had a few small things already bringing in some money some money coming from printing i was already mm-hmm. say, uh, doing a bit of trading sending a few things down here and i'd, uh, I'd already secured a few small pieces of land now, mm. while in this club, uh, I met mm. a gentleman called Andy, and I, I was so good to Andy. I used to take care of his guests, and he was mm. amazed. Eh? He was mm. amazed at my level of professionalism, at how enthusiastic I, I, I was at my job. So one day, mm. Andy walks into, into the club, and it's not busy. They're like, you know, Hillary, uh, let's have a chat. Um, tell me, what do you do? Where do you come from? And you know, I tell him, I'm from Uganda. I'm here. I'm studying. I'm doing a master's. And this guy is blown away. He's like, you know, you, you work here and you have a master's. Eh? He's like, I'm, I'm impressed. Eh? And they was, at the time, was rich. He was a rich guy. I think at the time, he was net worth about, probably about 30 million pounds. And wow. I was blown away. Eh? So he, he, he tells me, Hillary, I'm going, I'm, going to, I'm going to find something. I'm going to find, because I told him, no, I want to go back home and uh, see what I can do, where I can make a difference, get a job down there. So Andy hooks me up with my first um, uh, professional job. Uh, he had a friend in Ghana who had a company building telecom towers. So mm-hmm. Andy buys me my tickets uh, to come to Uganda, say hello to my people, and the ticket back uh, to, to Ghana. Uh, he bought me a laptop. Um, I was also doing a bit of research for him down, down in Kampala. He was looking to invest mm-hmm. a few things here. Um, uh, so I go to Ghana, do my four months uh, stint in Ghana, and come back to Uganda. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I came back to probably... Fifteen, seventeen thousand uh, dollars as savings. Uh-huh. They were paying me. They paying me five k a month in Ghana, and Andy had subsidized my accommodation and and uh, air mm. ticket. Uh, wow! Uh-huh. All this is coming from uh, from uh, from uh, someone with a stranger that you met, but was impressed by your attitude. And 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 I, I usually tell tell people who talked about mm. Twitter that your 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 attitude, yeah, your attitude can mm. take you. Mm. places mm. where your mm. connections cannot take you. Mm. That's true. Your attitude mm-hmm. can, open, can open doors. So this is a guy had uh, basically seen as just a customer. Eh? Um, mm. uh, and that's why I respect, I respect waiters and waitresses. Because eh? uh, these people do a lot. Eh? And you never mm. know who they're going to meet. Eh? No, people underlook these jobs. But uh, life is, mm. uh, is, is funny. Because eh? eh? you <laughs> never know who, who, who is going to, uh, whose eye eh? you're, go, you're, you're, you're going, going to catch. Yes.
Yes. So I'm quickly going to wrap up this background story. Uh, mm. It's fascinating, actually. <laughs> so I come back to Uganda. Uh, of course, I'd sent my, before, I, before coming back, I'd sent my CVs so many organizations, including Barclays here. And uh, mm -hmm. well, they didn't, uh, they didn't even bother. I found out later, someone told me, okay, you're coming from Barclays, UK, people think you bring Rugezigezi here, what? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, so I come back here, I think a few months, uh, I think three, four, about four months down the road, uh, mm -hmm. I get a job offer from Umeme. As a, as a senior procurement officer. Remember, I'd done a master's in procurement and logistics. I'd been in Ghana, uh, done um, a stint as a procurement consultant. So that was uh, basically my CV. Uh, mm. And if I can add, those days, uh, those days, uh, a master's in procurement uh, was, was a reality in this town. I remember the time, yes. I think we were about 15 people in this country that had a master's mm. in procurement. Uh, it used to be yeah. a function of finance. And uh, organizations were starting to, 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 to break it away, eh? make it a mm -hmm. bit independent uh, and that kind of yeah. thing. So mm -hmm. I walk into Meme as a senior procurement officer, and I'll tell you, for the first four months, people were scared of talking to me. Everyone, Why? including my workmates. This Why? was a guy. No, no one knew me. No one knew mm -hmm. any school I went to. No one knew any hobby <laughs> of mine. So everyone no was this is 24, 25 year old, senior, senior position. Where did you come from? So the, the assumption was they have planted a spy. They have brought someone who's going to finish us. Yeah? So fast forward, I finished my induction and immediately got promoted procurement manager. Uh, I'd, I'd been very impressive at what I, uh, what I used to do. I had a Mzungu boss uh, uh, at the time. Um, yeah. And I was managing a team of about six, seven people. Um, mm. Now, the funny thing is, uh, I was actually younger than all these people. Uh, okay. One of them had a son who was almost my age. <laughs> so this, this was an interesting <laughs> environment for me to work in. Eh? Um, yes, yes. And it taught me a lot, eh? uh, respecting mm. people, how you treat people, how they treat you back. And I know a yes. lot of people struggle with uh, not having, being a boss, someone older than you. But you know, at the yes. end of the day, if you treat someone right, eh, they'll mm. give you the respect mm. you deserve. People will look beyond That's your true. age. Mm? Yeah. Mm. And many people have told me, you know what, it's like you grew ahead of your time. You, you're doing many things, mm. you get into all these spaces. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't know, some things I yeah. think, uh, sometimes I used to tell myself, maybe God gave me uh, some blessings to compensate for the tragedies I suffered as a child. I don't know, but well, well <laughs> here we are. They so, shaped you into who you are, who you became. Very much so, very much so. So I did four years um, in, in, uh, in Omeme, um, mm -hmm. and at, at the time, I, I, was already, I, I was already doing so many small uh, side hustles. Eh? I was already mm -hmm. uh, buying and, uh, and free, uh, flipping land. Uh, I was importing mm -hmm. things for people from UK, because now mm -hmm. we are the guys of like, we're the obbies. We're the obbies of mm -hmm. UK. You know, nowadays kids think it's easy to go to UK. Those days it was not. Yeah. Mm. We come back to meet you and like the whole university knows this guy mm. came that you are going from the UK. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> anyway, yes. so I was doing a few a few side hustles here and there, and um, mm. 
to me, uh, a job has always been a job. I go to office, uh, not to just type on my computer and move this file from here to there. No, for mm. me, I would go to, to work, solve a problem. But in the process, what have I learned? What opportunities yeah. are out there? If I have solved mm. a, a problem for my company, uh, are there other companies mm. out there with probably the same problem? How can, mm. how can, I, how can, I, how can I tap into it? And that yeah. that mindset that mindset is 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 is, is what propelled propelled me to do some of the businesses uh, that I uh, I started a few uh, a, a few years down the road. So I do four so, years down the road. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, Robert. No, no, I, saying, I do four years. So you, yeah, I do four years, and then uh, uh, Talo comes calling. Oh, okay. I was I was already paid a very good salary. I was comfortable. And then Talo comes along and gives me, I think it was almost 500 or 600% uh, pay offer. And oh my God, what? who didn't, who didn't mm -hmm. want to work for an oil company? Exactly. It was like the darling in town. Uh, that yes. time they're talking, it's 10 years, 10, 12, whatever years ago, we're talking fast oil is coming and no one, everyone wants to be part of this gig. Yeah? And the pay was good and whatever. So I move, uh, of course, I, uh, I was a good liver. I tell my bosses I need a change. You know, I'm still growing my career and, and blah, blah, blah. I got Talo Oil. So mm -hmm. my first year in Talo Oil started mm. my, my proper business journey. Because I realized um, in that year, mm. I, st mm. I kept getting so many inquiries eh, from mm. uh, uh, power contractors, uh, from mm. people who are building power lines in, in, uh, in Rwanda uh, and Congo, asking me, Hillary, mm. uh, can you give us a contact for item X? Oh, Hillary, where can you buy this? Eh? Uh, mm -hmm. Hillary, where, where do you get? So what I, what I told you earlier, that I would go to work, uh, not just for the sake of working, but also mm. learn. Eh? And, mm. and in those four years, I had, I had gained an understanding of the mm. power industry to an extent the that I was sector. more like an electrical engineer. <coughs> okay? I would tell yes. you, you know what, you, you're requisitioning for item X, but how come you've not requisitioned for this? Eh? How will this okay. work without this? Hey, sorry, sorry, you add it. Eh? <laughs> so mm -hmm. now in my first year at Talo, because um, of these mm. inquiries, you know what, I can actually now do this as a, a full-time mm. business. Uh, uh, yes. uh, it's an opportunity. People keep asking me for this. So now, instead, you know, people would ask me and I would tell them, oh, go to company X in India. Oh, go to company Y in France. So I started telling mm. them, give me your requirements and I give you a quotation. Yeah. So wow. now I'd go to those companies because I'd now built rapport with them. Uh, yes. And I asked them, I'm sourcing for item X and Y. Give me the drawings. Give me the quotation. I'll compute the, um, uh, the, the logistics the forwarding bits and taxes, add my markup, and I give back these guys a quotation. So mm -hmm. I, I think in my second year uh, at Talo, mm. I was making mm. more money in a month mm. supplying mm. power materials than I was mm. making uh, at as, Talo. As a Talo employee? In an entire year. Wow. <laughs> in an entire year. Yes. And that all uh, came from... Uh, uh, gaining an understanding, uh, uh, seeing where can I leverage. Eh? And yeah. like I say, you know, most people go to work and you're just working, you know, submit a report to go away. What, mm. uh, what is that? Uh, <laughs> you can't live your life like that. Eh? Whatever department <laughs> well, you're people... in, whether you're in IT, eh? well, if you've been hacked and you've, you've managed to solve that solution, just know that's an opportunity. You could be providing that service to another company somewhere.
and you can do it alongside your job. Eh? Now, so, you know, per so, se, no. Yes, 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 Tony. I think I'm no, I wanted to, 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 <laughs> no, I wanted to detour. I, I wanted to detour a bit. So you say yes. that at 25, you already had your job, and at some stage you had a house and you already married. Can you just tell us a bit? Because it fits in there. So you said it was important okay. for you to get married. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, at 25, um, uh, I, I did my kwanjula. Now, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I, I held a meeting, a kwanjula mm. meeting at, uh, mm. at Centenary Park and invited my mm -hmm. friends, told them, guys, I'm doing kwanjula in a four, like four or five months. Now, mm. the funny bit is we actually mm. drank more money than we collected in the pledges. <laughs> <laughs> that night at the meeting. Yes, because <laughs> most of my friends were not working. Some of them had started working in banks and were on 600,000, 400,000. So it's uh, mm. a good friend of mine, I think, gave me over 300,000. It was like the only major pledge. And he told me years later, <laughs> do you know, that was like my rent for two months. <laughs> <almost>. <laughs> so it's, um, I, 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 I do my kwanja at 25. Uh, yeah. I did my wedding at 26. I didn't hold, I didn't bother holding meetings uh, for mm -hmm. my wedding. Uh, Why? I think by the time we told we told people, we had already uh, paid all the service providers. I had mm -hmm. a very small wedding. My wedding was 110 people. Wow! <laughs> and and they were, um, you were an orphan. You were an orphan. You didn't have yes, relatives. Yes, yes, that's a good thing. Yes, I was an orphan. Um, yes. My, okay, my wife so, comes from a big family. But we had yes. decided, say, you know what, you have 50 people, I have 50 right. people, and maybe 10 extras. But it was a very small, intimate wedding. We could afford it, right. we paid everything. Um, uh, everyone in, uh, had a good time. And let me tell you what, yeah. I, I got a lot of, ple uh, a lot of uh, uh, pledges and, and support towards the wedding. Mm. And on mm. my wedding, I remember because we were traveling the following day for honeymoon, uh, Pablo mm. was our MC. We gave mm. him the remaining part of cake, and the entire... Uh, amount we collected in uh, in the pledges in the last uh, I think three weeks it was about six million shillings and we donated it to Borashes. Uh, I don't know if people know Borashes, but Borashes is uh, it's like the Sanyo baby's home. Because yeah. I was like, okay. you know what? Um, God has already blessed me. I have a number of things going well. I've made a bit of I'm making a bit of money. Uh, I'm going I'm going to 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 share my happiness, my wedding happiness with uh, with uh, with kids uh, who are probably in the same in in, in the same situation as where uh, I have come from. And, and, and you oh. said something, you said something mm. that, which I found very, very profound, that you needed someone to ground you. Could you just talk a bit more? Why was that yes. such an important <laughs> element? Yeah. Okay. Now, I remember when I, uh, I moved back and uh, st st started staying with, uh, with, uh, with my ex-girlfriend, who is now my wife. <laughs> Um, and we are renting. <laughs> uh, we are renting in a, a small place in in Perere. and she she used to tell me, but you know, Hillary, if you you know if you died tomorrow, the landlord will not mm. allow you to put, to put fire in that compound. You're going mm -hmm. to burn his grass, and you know this is you know you know you brush it off and what, but in your heart you know this is actually mm. real. Mm? I, yeah. need, I need to maybe I need to prior start planning for a home. But if I didn't yes. have someone probably push me, eh, and uh, sometimes in a bad way, in an, an annoying way, I would, as a young guy, I would just go to yeah. Bokoto Flats or Bogos Flats mm. and mm. buy an X5 or something. And, yes. Eh, be, you know, Subaru. Ondava, eh, put number plate, not to say, something like that. Mm. 
So, so this person uh, uh, was pushing me to do things. Was uh, and, uh, no, they keep also poking you. No, you're getting excited and saying no. You, 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 where you, gr- where you grew up, you need to check on your people. You need to support them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. need to remember compassion and also be compassionate mm-hmm. someone else. Eh? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. And. Mm. And okay, I've also always been a person who liked uh, being looked after. Eh? So I needed mm-hmm. someone around me eh, to help. Mm. Me. Otherwise, I'll just end mm. up eh? mm. <laughs> all, all over the place, wasting away. Mm. So mm. it was uh, mm. uh, uh, that decision was uh, was um, was so, very helpful. So, so, uh, so, so now yes, you're Rob. making this money. You've got mm. a partner to ground you. Mm. And I am going back to my original question. Mm. The sachets of alcohol and how it almost took you down. Yes. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. you know in Uganda, we do mm. so many things mm. because we assume that there is mm. money in this business. Eh? So I have a yes. good friend of mine. We had, uh, we had also worked in Volaya together. He's back mm. and eh, he's mm. a very enterprising guy. He comes up with this mm. idea of uh, of uh, uh, sachet world. So I said, okay, no, let us do research. Hmm? How much mm. does it take to, to manufacture uh, the Cavera? Uh, whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, 350. How much do they sell it at? Mm-hmm. 1,000. Immediately, cling, we have a business. <laughs> yeah? We're going to make money. Hmm? Yeah. So, okay, immediately we do some design. We go to China, we get, yeah, we buy a machine that could do packaging and we buy mm. packaging. And this guy, quite an innovative guy, he had done his work. Yeah? Um, mm-hmm. He had studied how do you blend it, how do we mix it. So, we import all these machines, uh, water filtration plants, and set it up hmm? mm-hmm. based on numbers that we had calculated over our heads. Yeah? Or what this thing does, and how it is going yeah. to make money, and how people, and you know, say, ah, people drink every day. Yeah? So, how uh, mm-hmm. die of money. Mm. We make this alcohol, very fantastic product. We had a product called Million Dollar Vodka, and um, mm. forgotten the other one. But we had something new, something unique. Yeah? For the mm. first time, mm. the uh, uh, sachet world was being packed in a pouch. So, you could bite it, suck a bit, and make it stand on the, on the table. And you know, people oh. this is oh, this is something. Hmm? Oh, this mm-hmm. is going to be whatever. Eh? I know people test mm-hmm. it and so oh, it's really good. But they don't mm-hmm. die after that. Eh? So <laughs> we had, we will start make, we're making good product. People are giving it all these reviews, but we yeah. forgot the other components of a business, which we are couldn't, we couldn't distribute the product. So true. We give a guy. Uh, a, mm-hmm. a pickup full of product. He goes to Masindi with six million mm-hmm. worth of product. Mm-hmm. He comes mm-hmm. back after a week with three million shillings mm-hmm. in cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a leftover product of four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And then the stories start. You know, police are uh-huh. not uh, <laughs> uh, what, answer today. Oh, kanokaya, kaboksi kanokade kabise. My God. Mm-hmm. Eh? And we mm-hmm. say no. Oh. No, but it's, I know people are still saying, you know, it's raving, it's a good product. Eh? You know that hype. Yes. People, tell, people can kind yes. of do. But we, 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 we lost money. I had an apartment at the time, uh, Sunset. Yes. And those were the yes. first, like, proper estates. And I had two to, apartments there. To, to, I sold them. To yes. Yeah. I sold them, invested this money in the alcohol. Because remember, we used to import ethanol, uh, add water, uh, and the flavor. 
I like, blend them. I like, mm-hmm. I like the way you've put it. You sold two apartments yeah. and put the money in alcohol. <laughs> yes. Because I was no the numbers were exciting. The numbers on right. paper eh, were yeah. very exciting. And those days, uh, mm-hmm. like so leading what I do, we're just starting. Eh? And we're seeing them eh, with the, uh, announcements all over. And mm, we're going to be like these guys. Eh? We're competing yeah. with these guys. Now, of course, we yeah. didn't know the dynamics of this business. Mm? Uh, yeah. Some of these guys were importing yeah, ethanol from India, highly subsidized mm. and on credit. Mm. For us, mm. on the other hand, we're selling mm. assets to fund this business. Mm? Oh, I remember yeah. the time. <laughs> At the time, oh, yeah. I, I was driving a, a, a Land Cruiser VX. I sold that uh-huh. VX and, and, and mm-hmm. bought, uh, and bought uh, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, it's, it's like, it was like, like a Corona, mm-hmm. a Brevis. Mm. I bought a Brevis. Uh-huh. Do you know? Do you, you are know, now downsizing. Of, wait, hey, do you know to come from a VX to a Brevis? It was like a big <laughs> slap in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and this time, okay, of course, I'm in, I'm in Talo, I have a full-time job, so the full-time job, of course, gives, keeps me going. But in the meantime, I'm liquidating things. I remember at some point, my wife asked me, Hillary, where is the title of this house? Because she was so worried. Yeah? I was selling so many things uh-huh. to invest in this business yeah, that mm-hmm. she thought mm-hmm. I'd probably even mortgage the home already. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember one day I woke up, and I called uh, my business partner and said, guys, mm. stop working today. Mm-hmm. And that is a major, uh, a, a major lesson uh, for, for yeah. uh, was a major lesson for me and probably for other people that don't mm. invest in something that, that appears to be making money. Mm? Mm. Don't assume. Eh? You know, you see there are people, you see the product all over the place. Eh? Mm. We've seen mm. here maybe telco, some of the small, the small telcos that come here and they are hyped and they have branded cars and eight months down the road it has folded. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go into it because it has a bit of hype. Eh? And uh, mm. uh, <laughs> you, 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 you end up losing money. So that was the story of alcohol or whatever. But uh, and, uh, we, learned, we learned a lot. Uh, so we, we grew from, because um, uh, uh, my guy is quite innovative. He's come up with auto product. For when the alcohol failed, we had already started making a product called Gweke. Uh, it's a main mm. snack. Some people might have seen it on mm. market. Mm. It's softer and uh, crunchy and easier to eat. And we're starting yeah. to pack and senene. Some people have seen the senene in like a Pringo tin. Nowadays we make choco butter as well. And we, we, sell, mm-hmm. we sell a bit of bulk chocolate to, to, to our confectionaries. So that mm-hmm. was the story of that cottage, of that uh, uh, cottage industry. It was a big fail. Uh, we learned yes. our lessons. We understood yes. that some of the things, you know, distribution is very key for, for fast-moving mm. goods. Uh, mm. uh, probably you can't do it yourself. But if you do mm. a good product, um, like we're trying to do with the new products, uh, then you mm. can find distributors. Mm. And so, yeah, so, that, 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 so, yes. so, so you, you promised to tell, because you said you sold your flats and you mm. also, so you promised to talk to us today mm-hmm. i mean at, at this time about yeah. real estate and as an investment and so on and so do you want to take us through those experiences and the lessons that you picked with respect okay. to real estate okay. investment? Yeah. yeah okay 
True. Uh, okay, one, like I, uh, I told you earlier on, I, I started uh, my first journey in real estate was just after campus, buying small mm. pieces of land uh, here and there. Uh, mm. I kept some of them for quite some time. And mm. later on, with some of these businesses, it was the real estate that was, I was flipping something here and I, I, I put here. And I've always, I, I always uh, myself, uh, I've always had this um, belief, land buys land. So every time I mm. sell land, um, mm. as part of the profit, I'll buy um, another piece of land somewhere. Right? I may sell it for okay. 100 million. Um, I'll mm -hmm. go and buy something for 10 million somewhere. Right? And even forget about it or whatever. But okay. uh, uh, I'll replace it. I'll, I'll buy, use some of the profit for another venture, but I'll, I'll replace it with something else. Now, mm. my, my journey starts with buying a few plots here and there, uh, sell them, um, uh, buy, flip. Uh, that's how I even got into the farming thing. So, um, <laughs> how do you get into into this business? One, real estate is 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 a is a journey. It's, yeah. it's not something. Uh, it's not a, it's not a, a sprint. You don't mm. wake up and buy land and it's, it's a small thing. You're you're talking to brokers. You're visiting these different types of land, uh, mm. and you're you you of course you're looking after them. You're giving him a twenty k for his airtime. Eh? And mm. tomorrow, if another deal comes up, he's, who is he going to call? He's going to call you because you're nice to him. Mm. You're building yeah. rapport. He, he will mm. tell you where the next thing is happening. Mm. Mm. Uh, I, I remember. Uh, I remember when I I, I first moved to Chanja. People would ask mm. us, where do you live? And we'll tell them, it's mm. us. Because the moment you say the charger, they will ask you, where is that? <laughs> now, I think charger is sort of self-explanatory. So uh, yeah. that is how my, 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 um, my philosophy on investing in real estate has always been mm. to, to look at where is the action likely to happen next. Mm. <laughs> so I've, uh, for instance, I've bought quite a number of pieces of land in a place called Chuenda. When I bought Chuenda uh, 10 mm. years ago, uh, an mm. acre was 4 million. Yeah? I know you're dealing mm -hmm. with, uh, uh, um, uh, I don't want to call them peasants, but people with not a lot of expectations like Kampara, uh, like Kampara yeah. chaps. So if mm. is uh, a million, you, uh, 4 million, you deposit 1 million. Mm. And you, you keep coming back. Then you keep keeping mm. up 300, 500. Eh? Now, the, the mm. land mm. that I bought at 4 or 5 million, uh, is now going mm. for 100 million uh, in a space wow. of 10 years. Uh, but mm. you see, mm. it, has, it has appreciated. Uh, it, mm. it has appreciated because mm. I didn't just buy land for. Uh, mm. you, need to put in, you need to put in a bit of logic. You need to, you need to study the trends. Uh, where is the market mm. headed to? Mm. What is the next, mm. Where is it happening next? Uh, mm. What is going mm. to happen there? Uh, where mm. is this road likely to connect? Mm. Okay. That kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, so, I started my real estate journey. I go into developing as well. Uh, we have a, a sizable portfolio of uh, moderate, moderate high-end uh, apartments. I don't know if it's charging $800,000. dollars I don't know if you call that high-end. <laughs> That's high end, man. So, <laughs> so, yeah, a bit of that. So we have uh, we have, we have done, we've gone into developing, and uh, our next phase, mm. uh, our, mm. our 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 next phase is going to to to, to be uh, build to sell because we we have put a product in the market uh, that uh, we we are proud of uh, that you know okay. you can come and see that tomorrow if I put out a project and say no see what we have mm. done you can go look at it and you will be confident that I can deliver you, uh, deliver you a good product.
So, so Hillary, right now, as we speak, there is over 1,700 people listening to us, which just shows you the amount, (laughs) the sheer amount of interest. Yeah. So I, I will, I will, I will let Otoa ask a question or two. And then after that, I will open it up to the public because guys have so many questions for you, not just about real estate, but about life. I think you've been okay. passing on lessons. Uh, you've earned yourself a reputation as a straight talker who is honest and authentic. So people want to ask questions. So, Otoa. Hillary, 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 my brother, man. Those UK stories first will hey, bring back hey. several memories, man. I remember that hustle, you know. Both of you are barmen in, in the UK. Boss, I was also a grills master at TGI Fridays working on that grill for five years. So when you see me roasting, don't judge. <laughs> just know that I am just coming on with my passion. But I mean, Hillary, okay, I mean, your, ask your question. <laughs> you, 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 you really epitomize what they call a hassle. And many young people actually look up to you. Now, many of them, of course, are focusing on education and then, of course, getting a job and living the life. But you talk about different revenue streams. Question one. How do you or how have you mastered the idea of different revenue streams as a way of creating wealth? Because over time, we do realize that the more revenue streams you have, the more wealth you're accumulating and more avenues for, you know, engaging in terms of um, uh, uh, creating business or, or having an impact in the business world. But then also, too, is also the, um, uh, the critical question of accessing capital for investment. I know you've talked about the land, which is quite interesting. But for other businesses beyond just you know uh, selling your 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 your, um, your assets, supposing you're a young guy, for many of the young guys on here who have no assets, what are the easy ways of accessing capital? Then finally, saving culture. What's the best way or best advice you can give an 18 or 25 year old on how to save for their future? That's all. Okay, thank you. Sorry, Tony. The, the first one, uh, the first one was about uh, quick reminder. The first question. Right. The first one was really about. Um, 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 uh, the, the first one was really about the different revenue streams. You know, how do you? Diversifying your portfolio. You, yes. 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 Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, okay. How do you manage uh, the different revenue streams? Okay. By the way, at this time, at this point um, of doing some of these things, the, and by, I, I didn't even tell you, but I operated Chukubo as well. I, I had a shop in Chukubo. <laughs> Lost 200 million. Eh? Went there because everyone was saying the money is in Chukubo. Eh? <laughs> that was one of those other Hustler. big ferias. Eh? <laughs> yes. So the different uh, uh, revenue streams. Uh, this world. I have tried. I've tried many things, and I'll tell you the the last one is going to be the bombshell. You will fear. <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. the different revenue streams, uh, mm. alongside uh, uh, probably having a hustle. Uh, sorry, a, a, an, ofi- an official an official job. Uh, how do you do this? How do you go about it? Okay. One, and I think I didn't bring this out uh, earlier on. Is that. Um, most of the things I have done, apart from probably real estate and a few, a few supply transactions, I have actually mm. done them with partners. Mm. Partnerships. Partnerships are key. Partnerships, mm. partnerships, partnerships. Partnerships are key for you to be able to, 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 uh, to go into 
other ventures because you can't be in two places at the same time. Like they say, you know, to, 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 become, to become rich, you need to have so many hands out there collecting money for you. Unless you're a coder, that you're going to write a code and mm, get paid millions. Yeah? Everyone else, yeah? you see Mukwano, he's here in one place, he has the traders in the Kamuli selling his product, a guy in the Kasese, everyone is collecting money for him. Yeah? Those are the many hands yeah, I'm talking about. So to do these various revenue streams, you need to find people that you can work with. And you also have to ask yourself, what does everyone bring on the table? Either you bring financing, you bring the idea, you bring the market. And then you, 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 work, you, you work together. You know, you can have a full-time job, but weekends you chip in, or in the evening you chip in, or even during the day. People, I don't know, some people, some people want to pretend that, you know, you go to work and you're busy from 8 to 6 p.m. That is nonsense. That means you're not good at your job. Eh? Well, sort of work are you? <laughs> you need you have an hour or two in there you can send an email which, eh? Eh? about mm, which you can eh? yes eh? i know about that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes so uh the issue of capital mm. yes it's a very it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a major blocker for for most people uh how do you raise mm. uh, how do you raise capital um yeah. first i i even tell most people Look at your look. Look on the inside. Eh? Uh, family support system. Uh, your friends. Uh, when you have an idea, and you pitch it to your friends, if it's a bank bankable idea, very big possibility your friends are going to lend you money. By the way, I'm talking about all these things. I have, I have, I have a lot of borrowing. Eh? I have borrowed money from banks. I have friends who have trusted me with their money. And I'm investing it on their behalf. And, uh, but you see, that, that to be able to raise money over 10 years, 12 years from friends, uh, boils down to one major, major factor. Trust. Yeah. Good. If people Very don't good. trust you, people are not yeah. going to invest with you. And you see, money, money is something. I don't know. I don't understand it. There's no people who don't get money. You know it's not can, your money, but I... the excitement. Can I just say something to you, Hillary? Yes, Robert. People ask me, how did you manage to get Hillary to talk to you immediately? And I just said, (laughs) I think he he trusted me. That's all. Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Trust is a a game changer. (laughs) Trust is a game changer. Very. Go on. Yeah, once you, lo- once you lose, uh, once people lose trust in you, once one partner uh, loses trust in you because of maybe disagreements over sharing and whatever, you're not losing just one partner. You're losing 10. Because eh? that person yeah. is going to talk. That person is going to tell mm-hmm. the next person. I have people now who come and say, you know what, uh, this friend of yours uh, is trying to borrow money. Is it okay? And trust me, if you cheated me, I'm going to tell them, oh, slow down. No, don't lend that guy money. Okay, lend them uh-huh. at your own risk. Eh? That kind of yep, thing. Yep. So trust yep. is very important. Yeah? If, if mm. you have a good attitude and you've created mm. uh, and you're looked at as someone who can be trusted, people will mm. invest their money with you. Mm? Because yes. they know when you, when you, when you, when you lose it, eh? whatever mm. the reasons are, the reasons are truthful. Mm. 
Uh, you know, people borrow money for a business and they go and uh, put it on their kwanjuro, their wedding or whatever. And then they come up with <laughs> yeah. funny stories. Eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. Then you see a guy a few years down the road is telling you, I have a problem like uh, now see this one. Eh? We did a deal, <laughs> yeah. uh, I invested my money, he disappeared and got married. That kind of thing. So trust. Mm? Trust, good mm. attitude, and look at the inner, uh, your, your immediate circles, which is, is your friends and family. Of course, if you have brilliant ideas, now we're talking uh, coders and whatever, you can start pitching your ideas to, to, to PE fans, uh, venture capitalists, and, uh, so, so, and that kind of thing. So, so. Hillary, I, I need to bring start to bring in other people, otherwise I'll be I'll be lynched on these streets. There is somebody called okay. Hillary Mumbele. He's your namesake. Hillary, what do you okay. want to say to Hillary? Hmm. Mumbele. Can you speak? Yes, thanks. This is yes, thanks. This is Hillary Mumbele. Uh, Hillary Bamlinda, your journey is so inspiring. Um I had two questions. One is um how do you handle two jobs at the same time? But I think you answered that. The next. Yeah, my other question is, um, most employers usually in their contractual terms with you, make sure that you are not doing any other job apart from Mm. the one that you're Mm. doing with them. How Mm. do you go around that? Especially with big, big companies. Like Talo. Hillary, Hillary, now Bamulinde, okay. not Mumbele, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did I do? Did I? I may have disconnected the other Hillary. Let me just find him again. <laughs> I think I did. I, I, yes, I, you did. I, I, yeah, but I've sent him an invite. So, Hillary, I know you're listening, so just get back on. Um, I've sent him an invite. Uh, I know you're listening, Hillary, so let's get uh, Annette Naziwa. What do you want to ask uh, Hillary Bamulinde? Hillary, sorry I, I did Sorry, I did that to you. I, I was trying to sort things out. So, welcome back. Can you answer the questions that your namesake... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So companies will make you sign, especially the big co- uh, co- corporations, uh, contracts. But th- these contracts, I don't know. I think maybe we you know we get contracts, and of course we have not read them, and we assume what the contract is telling you. Most of these contracts are actually telling you eh, you're not supposed to do something in conflict with that what the company is doing. So if I'm working with Talo Oil, I should not go into oil mining. But there's no rule that says I should not start my snack factory in Gayaza. Hmm? Good point. That is there. That is stupid. Eh? And it can be ignored mm-hmm. and it will, never be, it will never be held against you. Eh? It, mm-hmm. The only thing, you shouldn't be doing things that are in conflict. Eh? For instance, yes, I'm a supply chain specialist. I know how to source and whatever. I, I, can't, I can't supply taro oil things. But I can, I, can, I can supply a contractor in UNRWA. Something. Yeah, true. Absolutely. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so I think wow. some, somehow, sometimes we get into organizations and we assume the contract and we put these burdens on ourselves. Or, or sometimes mm. people say things, he's the manager, he says something, oh, you shouldn't be doing. But it's not even contractual. Or oh, it's not even legal. He, he's just jealous of you. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, I've got... 
I've got someone else who I want to bring in, Grace Taharana. Grace, what do you have to say? Um, thank you, Hilary and Rabat. My question you. is, um, uh, um, can you hear me? Very well. Grace, are you there? We seem to have lost you. Grace, can you check your microphone? Okay, we've lost Grace. Andrew Ongura, do you want to say something? Andrew Ongura. Uh, thank you so much, Robert, uh, Comrade Otoa, and uh, Mr. Hillary. Uh, for giving us this opportunity and this wise idea. Uh, you talked about something related to uh, 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 family support systems and building friend support systems. How do we get uh, to uh, 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 actually lure friends to uh, embrace the aspect of crowdfunding? Thank you. Okay, Hillary, shoot. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the simple. The, 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 the simple answer is uh, one starts from the idea. You have to mm -hmm. to sell uh, to sell your idea. Uh, I think I put out a tweet some uh, sometime uh, this week and say and they said the most most important skill for an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, single most important skill is the ability mm. to sell. And you know, I think mm. some people assume that oh, selling sell goods and no, it's everything. It's mm. how you sell yourself, yes. it's how you sell your idea, how you pitch mm -hmm. it, and how you get people to buy into it. Because you see, you, mm. you, you have an idea, you pitch it, and you immediate family don't buy into it, but you immediate family are putting money in someone else's idea. Eh? <laughs> you have not, you've not sold it. Eh? And you know there's money, there's money around. Eh? There's money yes. around, it is until people die that you see money. People bring Mabugol, people have been crying with no food. Eh? Until people want weddings, <laughs> the money comes. Mm -hmm. eh? yes. The money comes. But you have an yes. idea, the money disappears. Because the idea is not appealing to people. Mm -hmm. So I say, Simple I say you, know, you have to invest. Eh? Invest in, um, yeah, in, in, in selling this idea. And how you build probably your sales pitch will, might involve you know, confiding in a few of your friends, pitching it to them and uh, asking them what, what they think and then you build on that. The problem with most Ugandans, eh? someone has an mm. idea and thinks, oh, I should not tell anyone. Eh? They might steal my idea. For God's sake, it's just yeah. an idea. An idea is nothing. It's just, exactly. just an idea. Eh? It means and, nothing. And anyway, as, soon eh? as, you, as soon as you implement it, it stops to be mm. a secret and anyone else can do it. Eh? And then everyone, eh, then everyone you know, you it. Know. so why have you been hiding it? Uh -huh. You know, you, you, so, you know, today I just did an, an, an idea dump on my thing and some people were saying, oh, Otoa is posting all that so that people can, he can steal people's ideas and whatever. And I just thought an idea is an idea. No one can steal your idea, however brilliant they might be. Your idea is your idea. Someone, someone told me that the, one of the places that has the biggest concentration of ideas is the cemetery. But we'll talk about that at a different time. I've got someone called... Someone who calls themselves Pisces Finest, Pfizer Fabs. What do you want to say to Hillary? Hi, Hillary. Um, it's actually Pfizer. <laughs> um, I think I follow you a lot. Um, hey. I've picked so many businesses. <laughs> 
I think I follow you a lot and I picked so much knowledge from you. But my question really is about consistency. You know, as, okay, the mentors that I, I have have always taught me that you need to be consistent in the sense that whatever you pick in terms of career, whatever you pick in terms of the job you want, it should be consistent. Like people should see that you're in one line. So, but so that if you're going to maybe diversify, try to do something else, like a side gig, a side hustle, it shouldn't really stretch so far away. But yet you've tried out so many things. I mean, so, so many things. What, did, did you encounter this challenge at one point where people are like, eh, you're a jack of all trades, but a master of none. I mean, how did you do it? Huh? Ah. Okay. Hi, hi, Pfizer. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, you see, this is, I think, this is the only advantage of being, of being an orphan. Yeah. I, I, had, I had no accountability to anyone. I had no anyone. one to impress. <laughs> eh? I would just do my things. I had no one to tell me, oh, you know, how you even missed some lessons being on the chair, you know. <laughs> so that was an advantage. Yeah. I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in journalism, we call it freelancing. <laughs> Probably, yes. Uh, I know it doesn't help Pfizer. But, uh, you know, personally, I believe, you know, people will say things. People will, uh, people will judge mm. uh, your successes. Mm. People will judge your failures. So I will say, uh, Pfizer, if you want to do something, if you think there's this thing you want to try, eh, I think it's more painful never knowing how it would have turned out. Mm. So if I mm. were in your shoes, I would go mm. ahead and try it. Much as you know, people think, oh, yeah, I've graduated, I should be a lawyer. Uh, who says I can't be a DJ and be a lawyer? Hmm? Uh, uh, who says <laughs> I can't be eh, a, 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 a football referee and be a doctor? Eh? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. say, oh, no, you know, you can't be a doctor and be seen. So uh, for me, I've never had that issue because really, I've always done what, what Hillary wants to do. Hmm? Uh, mm -hmm. Or probably what my wife forces me to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, I'll say, don't, don't, uh, I wouldn't advise anyone to like be fixated on something because maybe it's an expectation um, uh, from, from one side of the family. I would say adventure, especially if you're in your 20s. For, for God's sake, yeah. okay, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. You learn a lesson, you move on. You know, you know people, mm. uh, one thing I've seen among Ugandans, people in their 20s eh, try so mm. much to impress family. Eh? You know, they mm. want to be seen, to be conforming to this and that, and they stay in line. Then they hit their 30s, late 30s, 40s, and they become a nuisance because that's when they're getting their first food. <laughs> they want to, you're spending a, a night in a bar. No, I can't. I did all the things when I was 20. Why should I live a bad 4am? What am I doing? Yeah? Much as I own a bad. So, <laughs> I hope it answers Pfizer. Okay, let me bring in somebody called Akatukunda Shila. Do you want to speak? Blessed something. Bless us with your voice. Uh, good evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Hilary. I follow you a lot on Twitter. And I've been blessed to be part of this, this uh, Twitter space. I want to say something about capital. Uh -huh. As a, yes. As a young person, I have, I have had a share of my failed businesses. I'm not so old. So in 2018, I zeroed down to one business which is kitchenware, that's Sheila's kitchenette. 
I did not have any capital. The only capital I had was my phone and some money for data. I used to go to Chikubo, take pictures with my phone, and then post. We, have, we are blessed with social media. We are blessed with Facebook, Instagram, and all that. Whenever I got a, a, a client, I would go buy and then have it delivered. So, but I have grown. I now keep some stock at home. I get some capital out there and buy some stock. So really, I don't think capital should be that one thing that should stop any any youth today from transacting a business or conducting a business. All you need is to focus. Like he talked about trust. If someone gives you their things, today I get things on credit. The first thing I do when I make a sale, I pay them and then keep the balance, which I use to, to, to get stuff from elsewhere. So at, at this point, in this age and era, I don't think capital should really be anything that should hinder someone from doing anything they want. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Thank uh, you, Sheila. Robert, let me just say something yeah. about what Sheila has just shared. Because this was taken okay. uh, from the bottom mm. of my heart. This is something I was supposed to, I think, tweet last week. And, and I wanted okay. to tell people that, you know what, you can, you can start a business, eh? with the value mm. of just your phone and i knew people would make noise <laughs> what do you mean but guys mm. there are so many businesses when you see amazon probably one mm. could easily be the, the, the most valuable business at the moment or their second mm. third amazon does mm. not manufacture anything no amazon is a broker ebay is thank a you very much yeah. Sorry, let me just finish it. Airbnb just does not own any property. Any real so, estate. Guys, eh, and like I said, trust. If I have my mm. phone now, I can go and speak to someone who is in welding and I'm looking at their gates and I'll go online and I get more ideas and I start mm. going around on social media pitching myself as a welder or provider of welded products. And people mm -hmm. come to me and I'll go to this guy and he makes them. The only challenge is people start that kind of thing, they get a bit of payment and boom, disappear. Somehow you feel you've arrived. Hmm? So they they go and buy. Trust, and that resilience that Sheila has talked about, you can sell things that you don't actually own and you'll make some money off it. Thank you. Right. I, Thank I, you, I want to ask I want to ask someone called the official law. The official law, whoever you are, please speak. Eben, Eben Charles, can you speak? Yes, sir. Mr. Robert Kavshenga. Yeah, yes, go ahead. Yeah. My name is Charles, and I'm really privileged to be in this space. Okay. Yeah, what do you I'm want a to hoka. tell me? I'm a hoka, yeah, and I've been inspired. I'm a hoka. Okay. But literally, your story has really inspired us with the youth. And what I've come to realize is if you take the right steps, well knowing that you're not among you're not about what people will say, you're not about what people will judge, but you're about making the in your life, you need to get there. I'm really privileged and I thank you, Mr. Hillary, for inspiring us. But my question is uh like me, I'm now apply, I'm now planning to go and bank bank chair you then come back with enough capital to start up a hardware. But there is this thing of sharing our ideas to, the, to our elders and the people around us. And now people are like, you know, you can stay here, you make your money and your capital grows. But deep inside me, I feel that less I need 50 million. 
and maybe I can take four years outside, I come back with the money, I go into a business which I have figured about. Okay, so, so how so do you advise your, me? Should I question? Question? Okay. Yeah, do you advise us Hillary. to get capital outside or here? Okay, my, that's my say, question. I would say follow your heart. Yeah, follow your heart. Mm -hmm. If you if you mm -hmm. feel you can go out there and raise capital and come back and work here, pursue it. Uh, if you think you can work here and raise capital and do other things, pursue it. There's no there's no there's no silver bullet. Uh, the challenge is no. We want to do things that people are telling us to do. In the end, you're miserable, you're in your, you realize in your 40s and you've not done anything because you're always listening to, to what people are going to tell you. But um, mm. also, I say, put in consideration your, one, your, your personal family and, uh, well, like I said, me, I had the advantage of being an orphan, so I did whatever I wanted. It may not apply <laughs> in your case. But I would say, for, uh, um, I would say follow your heart. Yeah. There is somebody called the official law. Are you on now? Okay, I don't think he's, he or she or whoever it is is there, so I will ask Ivas, Ivas Tutu. Ivas, what do you want to say? Okay, I think guys have eaten their microphones, so I don't think anyone is talking. So, Hillary, you, I have another question for yeah. you, but before yeah. I pose the question, I want to let guys know that we do guests from monday to thursday and then friday is when i come back and i do my mentoring session so tomorrow will be my turn and i'll be speaking at seven o'clock and i will be talking about how you acquire the skill to make the decisions how do you acquire decision making skills that will be on tomorrow at seven so during the day you can tweet me all your questions and things you know, but how do you become a good decision maker? How do you learn the skill of making decisions? I will talk about that in the evening. It will be on Twitter spaces. We'll do a Zoom and we'll also do um, a YouTube session. So that's my special for you tomorrow. Hillary, the question that, it, listening to your story, the thing that really hits me is the way you have learned how to take risks. Talk to us about risk. Yes, uh, Robert. Um, well, risk. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how to, I wanted to get the simplest term to define it, but it is, it's basically the measure of what could go right and, and uh, uh, what could go wrong. And um, yeah. uh, when, when, I, when I was younger, I did many things, probably without even thinking. Mm -hmm. You just invest money here, it's mm. something here. Uh, our, as I grow older, mm. my risk assessment has become stronger. I no longer just do things. Mm. If you come to mm. me with an idea and you want me to invest with you, and probably I need to put in 100 mm. million and you bring 10 million, I'll make sure that uh, mm. when the business doesn't work, the pain of my 100 is going to be equal to the same pain you'll feel losing your 10. Mm. So, so my risk <laughs> assessment has, has, has grown. And you know, some uh, gauging risk and managing risk sometimes comes from, from experiences. Eh? Uh, that you, you have done many things that have, uh, have <coughs> failed. Eh? Every time you fail, you, you, you pick a lesson and it teaches you. And like they say, only fools don't learn. Eh? 
eh, from their failures. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. you keep not learning, you, you, uh, sooner or later you become the example. Like, do you remember that guy? <laughs> <laughs> you will so, become the lesson. <laughs> yeah, so I say I've, 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 I've learned and improved my uh, risk management based on uh, past experiences and also based on what I see. Eh? You know, sometimes something doesn't have to happen to you for you to learn. Eh? If you've yeah. seen that the other guy did this, you, you can, people you, have invested in, a, in circles and lost money. Where do mm. you have to put yours first before you learn that a circle is a scam? Eh? People have put money in forex trading, eh? but you want first put mm -hmm. yours for you to learn that you know the thing is a scam. That is being stupid. <laughs> yeah, so mm. the, now I know why you came first in Chiburi. But I've got I so Hillary, I've decided to let in four other people okay. to ask, and and I'm going to be very strict, and I'm going to ask them to ask all their questions. Then you can answer, and each one has a minute. So I'll start with okay. Martha Marunga. Martha, what do you have to ask Hillary? Hi, Hillary. Hi, Robert. Um, thank you for the interesting uh, conversation. My question, though, is um, it may be slightly different, but it's something that uh, most people I speak to just, ask. Just, Why, just ask the question. At what point do you decide? Well, I mean, you need you. At what point do you decide? Okay, if I quit my job now, whatever I get in terms of benefits. Is going to be my capital because everyone tells you don't quit to start a business yet you're sure you've done your research and you can actually hustle at least the first year at what point what what are the key factors for you to say okay this is it i'm done i'm going to quit put all my money in this other business i want to start hillary please go ahead you can answer that okay um so at what point do you quit well, uh, this is also a very personal question. Um, I think you feel it in your gut. When you're ready to quit a job, you feel it in your gut. I quit, I, 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 I got out of a corporate workspace uh, at 35. Uh, and most people said, no, he's joking. He can't quit, he's still too young. Uh, to be honest with you, even my wife didn't know. She found out after a month, because she's told me, what live are you on? You no longer go to work. So, ah. I left work because I knew if I tried to, whatever, she would discourage me. But at, you had felt so you always have to prepare, knowing that you know, at some point I will quit the job. What I usually tell people is put some savings together. You know, you, you know, you, you know your expenditures. Put maybe six months something. Have an idea that has reached uh, uh, is 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 starting to cash in. Don't 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 come out because you know you have an idea that you can do poetry, and that is the reason you're quitting a job. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, the job has its own issues and that's uh, maybe your exercise and whatever, that's the reason you're leaving. But be prepared. But also know that, you know, it's going to be a very different space. Mm -hmm. You no longer have free medical insurance. You no longer even have freebies. The people who would call you and they're nice to you, they won't call you because now you're no, you're no longer of any benefit. Hillary. Yes. The, Hillary. Yes. They, they, they don't call me anymore. Yeah, days, exactly. <laughs> I used to get gift by, 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 by Now I don't yes. get by six, by Hillary, by 6 p.m. my phone is at 63%. <laughs> I can't imagine. And, so, I, uh, and, I, and I have five I have only 500 messages on WhatsApp, so I know that feeling very well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I say but, prepare, invest in your so high you, side hustle uh, and 
quit when you feel you're ready. But also, most people, I tell them, when you leave your, especially a corporate workspace, to do the side hustle, acknowledge very quickly that your life has changed. You can't continue enjoying the things you used to enjoy. You need to downsize. True. You need to downsize yeah. and think yeah. until things normalize. Eh, then you can come back. But if you mm -hmm. come out and you're still going out and you're drinking macaron with me, and before you know it, boss, you're sitting in your car. <laughs> eh? <laughs> yes. So, 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 so that 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 question about land. Mm -hmm. The question about 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 um, land. When is it uh, a good time to buy land? Uh, there's never been a better time to buy land. Hmm? Today, uh, yesterday okay. was the best time to, to have bought land. Eh? Today is the next mm. best time. Mm. Eh? Tomorrow might be late. Mm -hmm. I keep telling, giving people an example. I have 10 to a 12 year old, early uh, teens. And uh, I tell people, by the time these kids finish university, none of these kids, mm. irrespective of the job they get, unless it's maybe it's a crypto coder or something and is earning millions, mm. will be in position. But a normal mm. guy, you've come out and you work for Vision Group or you work for Umeme or whatever. Mm. Eh? None of these kids will mm. be in mm. position to buy an acre of land within 50, uh, 50 kilometers of Kampala. None, not from Sarai. The only thing True. they will do is probably they will buy condos. Eh? So when, when mm -hmm. is the best time, much as you may think land is going down because of uh, COVID and what, four, five months, six months down the road, the oil and gas industry happened and boom, there's so much money in the economy and land yeah. shoots. And what you thought you'd buy 40 million, they tell you 80. And you're like, how? Eh? Recently, a neighbor of mine and called me and said, you know, I'm selling 50 decimals off my land. I said, mm, that could be interesting. So I asked him, how much are you selling? He said, 1 billion. I almost, threw four, I almost fell down. He said, when did Chandra get five, <laughs> five, a billion for 50 decimals? Eh? And before you know it, wow. I said, oh, they sold it 800. Even then, I said, my friend, yeah, he came to Chandra. I, I live on half an acre and I bought it 40 million. So everyone that tells me in millions, I think, mm, those are thieves. Yeah? But it's what it is. Mm? Land is always going to be right. So, Hila, yes, yes, Robert. I was going to say, you said that you were going to drop me a bombshell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> drop my bombshell. I now, guys, this now. is a business idea that I've had for, uh, for some time. I've shared with my friends. I've even shared it on some forums. And most people that I tell about yes. it, like, hey, Larry, we know you, we've always known you love money, but eh, yeah, now you've gone to this election. Mm. Okay. My idea mm -hmm. is I think this country, at some point, maybe in five years, maybe in 10, maybe in 15, will have a requirement for private cemeteries. I've True. done some research. In Kenya, they burn cemeteries. In Rwanda, they burn cemeteries. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about TZ. The mm -hmm. whole of Europe buries in cemeteries. In Uganda, when mm -hmm. you die, mm -hmm. but that land in the village is getting yeah. finished and quickly because every year people die and people subdivide. Eh? They remove the grave. Yeah. Uh, was full of graves. Now they are not there. They have moved them. Eh? People are now living mm -hmm. in condos. You live in an apartment. You have, you've taken out a mortgage. You have nowhere to be buried. So I know there's going to be, there's going to be an opportunity for, 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 for private cemeteries sometime in the future. I did some numbers. Mm -hmm. I've done a bit of research. I've even commissioned the proper research. You can put 500 graves in an acre. Do you, even if you charge 500,000 per, per grave, you're still getting 500 million. Maybe mm -hmm. you bought an acre, 20 million in Kakiri or something. So that business is going, mm. that, uh, that's something that I know is going to happen. And people are not keep telling me, but we're always sharing your ideas. Won't people steal them? Well, that is one of them. Someone can steal it. I don't mind. I have. <laughs>
I have, I, I have, I have, I have about half an acre on my land that is stony. So I think that's an idea of what to use that there. <laughs> so I know it is something that will come in the future, and it it yeah. will it will be a game changer. Hmm? I, I, first one, I believe it's right. a service that uh, people require. Uh, I'll, I'll be happy to be buried in a cemetery. I don't care where you bury me anyway. My my work in the world will have ended. So I don't know. We still have those sentiments. And you know, when funeral services started 12, 13, 15 years ago, everyone said, "Ha, ah, these guys are trying to make money from dead people. Shameful." Now everyone uses funeral services. Hmm? So, clean, clean. and by the way, right now, right now. <laughs> They, they can't meet demand. Yep. Uh, actually, so, it's, it's probably so one of the ask... only few businesses where you've got to the customers. Yeah. <laughs> food is another one. And food. Food, food is another one. And food, yeah. sure. So I've got, I've got somebody called Ochen. Ochen, what do you want to say? Uh, thank, thank you, Robert and uh, Hilary for the interview. Uh, my name is Moses Ochen Andrew. My my question to Hillary, uh, hearing what 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 he said uh, in regards to, I mean, how how do you balance between work, uh, family, as well as business, especially for the young, uh, the young people like myself? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, go yep. go ahead. Take it. Yeah, balancing uh, work, family, and business. I, I think like like many things in life, you have to purpose to mm. do something. Mm. Uh, yeah. for, for a number mm. of years, most of my friends have known me that uh, Sunday is family time. And it's very rare. Yeah. Eh? Someone actually, I had asked them out mm. my handcuff. Mm. Is, uh, my handcuff is the only thing that has refused to improve. Um, they are struggling with it anyway, mm. <laughs> my golf handcuff. But <laughs> Sunday, eh? and most of my friends play, mm. uh, play, play golf on Sunday. Eh? And uh, it's very mm, rare, mm. very rare for me to play golf. Because I dedicated, I purposed and say, no, Sunday is family time. Have a family movie, uh, <laughs> minus the lockdown is when I take the kids out, or maybe eat out and that kind of thing. Because I have purposed. Mm? Mm. So some of the things, mm. uh, they, will only, they will only become doable if you purpose to do them. Eh? But there's never going to yeah. be a situation that happens and say, oh, now have some family time. Oh, now attend to a business. No. Like I said, if you're at work, eh, mm. there's no job that mm. can engage you 99% from 8 to 6. If you're in that job, you're going to run mad. Eh? Any job, there's, there's going to be a breather somewhere. Mm. Eh? So me, what I used to do is I was very good at my job. Eh? I know a report is required by Friday. You. By Tuesday, it's done. It's in draft. Eh? So I have yeah. a few days I can do some little work, and I still I, I attend to also my person. So I say, in your day, create something. Whether it's here to your lunchtime or whatever, create some time hmm, for your side. And I know people, you know, slave away and put uh, 120% in the company, and tomorrow uh, you, you, you fall sick, and before you know, they're saying, uh, you're not uh, your job is not required anymore. That's when you realize, oh, I should have dedicated some time. This is common sense. <laughs> Hillary, I... I the side hustle probably outlast the main job. So give it attention as well. And of course, make time for family. Nothing like family. Family first. I have another sister of mine who, if I don't allow to speak, I will be lynched. And that is Jackie Oloya. She lives somewhere in Germany. Jackie. Yes, please. And um, thank you so much, Robert. And Jackie, thank you Jackie, so much, I, I, Larry. I, I, for, I, for your name. 
and Ben Apoyo. Then now, Robert, before I ask Hillary a question, I want to to tell you this that um, your malice cannot work on the space by throwing me out amidst um, a space session. That will not happen because my airtime does not run out. So don't do that again. That's a question. And then now to Hillary. Mm -hmm. uh, the previous speaker has already touched on what I wanted to ask you about time, uh, your management. But nevertheless, I will still ask this question because you've mentioned quite some um, businesses that you're involved in. And my simple question is um, on the management of these businesses. Do you have a secretariat? How are you managing all these runarounds? I'm very much interested in because I'm a hustler like you in another way. Thank you very much. Okay, so like to, you like to please answer. Mm. Yes, so um, like I mentioned earlier on, uh, a number of the business of businesses or, or hustles that I'm involved in uh, are actually partnerships. So they have people who are dedicated, who have dedicated time to full-time manage these businesses. However, I put in time, I uh, get uh, some of them weekly reports, monthly reports, quarterly reports, uh, meetings here and there. And, and of course they call me, but like any business, you know, when you have an interest and you put in money, you have to maintain some level of control. Either on the finance side of things, you have you are doing some approval, uh, approval levels. That some things have to come to you, so you you, you keep in touch uh, with um, uh, what exactly is happening. So yes, I use partnerships. Um, uh, I have things that I, I do directly, and I have uh, people who work for me. Uh, but on top of that, I, I, I also use services of a tax consultant because it's very important. You cannot do business eh, anywhere and thrive on the basis of cheating taxes. Yeah? No. It's impossible unless you're going to remain a two or five million shilling business. But if you're going to grow and do serious business, you need to manage your tax planning. So I have a tax consultant on a retainer. Uh, every even small things, I buy fuel or, or whatever. I, I, I hand in all my receipts and then he will tell me at the end of the month which ones uh, qualify to, to be filed under either director's benefits or business expenses and that kind of thing. And you see, this guy, they keep coming back and saying, hey, we're seeing this, some things are not telling. Hey, there's maybe more going out than coming in, what's going on? And that helps. Mm. And of course, once, uh, once a year, uh, my main businesses get audited as well. You uh, uh, I look at the, the reports, the recommendations, and yeah, that way for So, Hillary, uh, back yes, to us now, because, you know, time is going and, you know, it's a late evening. Um, if you were to meet Hillary, who was on campus going for children and coming back, knowing what you know now, what would you tell Hillary then? What would you tell him? Okay. First of all, I would slap that guy because he was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and after slapping him, I will teach him a yeah. few things that I probably know now. Uh, I think okay. as, as a young guy, yes, we, we had opportunities. We had this exposure ahead of most of our peers. Uh, I didn't tell you a story of how we bought a car in second year, Toyota Levin. And it would be packed most of the time because we couldn't afford fuel. And you're thinking, okay, why did we buy a car? 
okay, wanted to impress the girls, the eleven would make noise and whatever. But you see, these are things that Okfal now have matured and think, mm, okay, that was that was silly. Yeah, I didn't need that. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I would say the Hillary of twenty years ago, I would want to leave that Hillary again. Eh? Jokes aside, okay. because yeah. I went through a number of things eh, that now mm-hmm. uh, are basically like a reference point. Say, mm, say, I wasted money on that, but I learned it. I saw what happened. Okay. I, I hung with 30 friends for a month. The money got finished. You go back to your body for a sister. Say, I don't have when you can see uh, a 20K note in his nylon shirt shining. <laughs> mm, this guy I've been feeding him for a whole month. Now I'm broke. He's saying me doesn't have. So you, you learn how to start managing expectations. Hmm? Don't yeah. think people will help you because you helped them. Hmm? Yes, that that's kind true. Of thing. So I would live exactly the healer of those days, but with a bit mm. of clever. Okay. That's how I would And you, you, how important to you are things like humility, gratitude, networking? I know that you, you know, how much is it, how much of people, you said you're an orphan, but the help you got from people, how important is that to you? Well, I, I think, I, I think um, things like gratitude and, and humility, for me, they come naturally. I don't think about it. I don't think about being humble. Um, mm. People see me posting, um, I think before today, uh, mm. most people didn't even know my life story. Eh? Um, yeah. uh, there are so many things I do and I never mm. get to talk about. Eh? Yesterday I spent yes. the whole morning uh, disputing uh, posho in my neighborhood. And but I don't have to tell anyone because I'm not doing yes. it so someone knows about it. Eh? I'm doing yes. it because I feel I've been blessed eh? and it's, mm. uh, it's, it's upon me to, to bless someone mm. else that is less fortunate. Eh? And my kids have a prayer, and uh, I didn't teach it to them. I think they picked it from school. But somehow, in most of their prayers, they always have the thing of uh, bless those who are less fortunate than us. They're starting to see that um, picking something off their, off their parents, that you say, okay, yes, we are fortunate, but we recognize it, eh? and we don't take it for granted. Eh? Mm. And as such, mm. we feel for those who are not in, uh, in our position. So I think humility, mm. for me, humility and uh, good attitude um, have, uh, are natural. I, I know where I come from. Eh? I, I, yes. uh, I can't forget that. That's why I even talked about I wouldn't have told him my personal story. Eh? It's yeah. very easy of something. Oh, that guy is doing okay, and you go around. Eh? Why should I tell them? Oh, they will now underlook me. They think, oh, that guy, I mean, that guy, he used to dig. That guy was a, a bean man. So mm, okay. for me, I have no shame in that because that is my story. Eh? And that is what has made me. So I, I think for everyone, it's good to be humble. Um, mm. Sometimes we don't want to be humble, and the world humbles you, and that's not good. Mm. <laughs> sometimes it's really to be. Now, networking, networking. Yes. I mm. think uh, someone asked me a question recently why do mm. you take your children to an expensive school? And mm. my answer was one I do mm. not take them to an expensive school to get good grades. Yes. I take my children to an expensive school so they can network. Because you can realize where we are heading and the life we are living now, so many things rotate about networks. Eh? Yes. Uh, yes. Your business gigs are coming through networking. I have opportunities now because, uh, uh, like Otoa will tell, we're chasing so many things, oil and gas, and it's happening. And some of the things are coming from the networks I built uh, eight years ago. Hmm? 
uh, the friendships you made then, eh, that you made an impression mm -hmm. on someone. Now they're coming back to do a contract and asking you, Hillary, can you find me accommodation for my expatriates? Uh, can you hook me up with cars? Can you do that, this and this and this for me? They could have gone anywhere else. Eh? But and they came to networked. you. And we built that bond. Yes. And they're coming to you because of that network. So I say networking is going to change so many things about you. Eh? You know, there's so many brilliant minds that are in companies. Eh? And because he's too clever, he's the guy who does his coding, he sits in the back room. No one knows him. The guy sits there for eight years. And no one knows him because mm. he's so good at it and he buries himself there. That is silly. Mm -hmm. Network. Meet people, go join Rotary clubs, join circles, eh? have conversations because mm. they don't know uh, which idea they're going to pick. I, I only took up golf recently. And you know, sometimes mm. we're playing and people are having a conversation, and I pick up an idea. Eh? But I wouldn't do that without the networking or if I keep in a silo. So, networking, guys, it's a, it's a, right. for me, it's a big, it's big, probably bigger than your grades. Hey, so Hillary, we're going through a yes, trying sir. time. It's difficult for very many people. It's tough. What would be your word of encouragement to the people listening? Yes, uh, guys, it is, uh, it is tough. Uh, it is tough, everyone. Um, uh, I don't want to lie to you. I also have challenges. Recently, I posted something on, um, on uh, many Ugandans being asset rich and cash poor. And I personally mm. uh, got a full blunt slap of that statement because eh? mm -hmm. a few weeks ago i was struggling with uh, paying wages uh, and at some point i was i think down to like five hundred thousand. i'm thinking okay i could have a few million dollars worth of assets but uh, okay if i get sick <laughs> now what happens i don't i don't have any money eh? and it was depressing and you know i say no okay, let me keep in my house and whatever. so guys there's a lot happening eh? there are so many mm -hmm. uh, everyone is struggling it's very easy to assume that their person is doing okay maybe not mm -hmm. eh? so i, I say mm -hmm. It's a, bad it's a bad phase. We're going to go through it. Let's keep safe. Mm -hmm. Let's take mm -hmm. the vaccine. Personally, I've got two jobs of vaccine. My family at some point got COVID, and I was the only one who didn't uh, uh, get COVID. I still think it's probably down to the fact that I've gotten the two jobs. So if you have a chance to take a job, take a job. Um, ignore the conspiracy the uh, theories. I think use the science. Mm -hmm. But we'll get through this. Um, Help a neighbor who is less able if you're in position. Um, reach out to someone uh, if you're struggling. And uh, we'll, we'll be back stronger. We'll, we'll, we'll get through this. So I have a final favor to ask you, Hillary. You yeah. obviously have had many experiences and you look like somebody who is very willing to share them. Would you be willing to set aside a time, maybe once a week on your Twitter, to take questions and give advice to people. Yeah, yes, uh, I can do that. <laughs> I Good. can do that. I'm in, can... in semi-retirement, so I can make time. Me, I am in full retirement, so it's fine. So, but we can. Talk. I can. I'm yeah, I can imagine. For... I can yeah, imagine. I'm doing it for. I'm no. I'm doing it for only till the end of July because I think. Yes. My, there's a lot of work at my farm and there's something I'm doing that is going to need me to pay full attention. But if people like you, sure. the reason I'm doing this is to provoke people like you to be available. There's Ugandans out there desperate to hear from people. If you can set aside a time and tell people at this time, I'm ready and open on this platform. So we can talk offline and sort of discuss how you can structure that. But it's my last request to you. And then... No problem, Robert. Granted. Then I... 
I want to say thank you to you for your generosity at all levels, not just talking to us, but sharing your story, being authentic, being genuine and not feeling embarrassed and letting everybody know that out of those struggles comes a lot of success. So I thank you very much for being authentic, for being genuine, for being generous, and also for the people you help and for your regular posts that you put out. So Hillary, you're, a, as I said, you're now a cult figure on the Twitter streets. Very much, Hillary. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much, Hillary. Nzani. <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> and, and thank you. No, 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 and, Hillary. And thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you very, very much. And 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 Otoa, thanks very much, and for keeping us going. And to all of you, over one thousand eight hundred of you who sat there and listened to us, the over one hundred and ten thousand times you guys looked at that whole timeline where Hillary was talking. So it's 110,000 times that that timeline was looked at. Thank you very much for making 40 Day Mentor something great. Let's keep the hashtag going. And as I said, tomorrow, it's now my turn to speak to you. And at seven, I'll be there. I told you I'll be on YouTube. I'll send out the Zoom link and then I'll be on, uh, what is it called? Spaces as well. Join me and let's talk about how to make decisions. I will be talking to you about that because I got to make many decisions and I acquired that skill. So be there with me and uh, let's help each other work through this time in a more meaningful way. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a good night. God bless. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night.